0: <laughs> okay, I'm happy to, I can do that. Okay, so we are at the first map podcast. I am joined by um, T yeah. Fisher, Matt Mackay <laughs> and Joe Ship. And would you like to give the listeners um, an idea
1: of what you guys do?
2: Yeah. So my name's T. Um, I'm a 20-year-old bedroom producer from Leeds and I currently am studying electronic music production at Leeds Conservatoire.
1: Uh, Yeah, so my name is Matt and I have my own uh, music events company that mostly does drum and bass, but also, you know, general electronic music.
3: And uh, I'm Joe, just listen to a lot of music. I'm a student in
0: Leeds. (laughs) (laughs) So we've got all three kind of perspectives here. We've got the artist, the business side and the listener side, which is quite interesting, actually. This podcast will be kind of centred around the music industry. It's like its effect on obviously three different groups of people. A little bit more about myself. I am an aspiring music journalist currently studying at Leeds Trinity University. Yeah, I love music. I love everything about it. So every time I do this podcast and whoever I have on here, I kind of want to touch on three artists or three songs that they have discovered in the week who they um, want to share with you guys.
2: Yeah, okay, well, I didn't discover mine this week, but I'm just going to give you free eyes. Someone I've been listening to a lot lately is a producer called Fred again. You guys know Fred again. Yes. He's sick. Mm, yes. He's really, really, really cool. Definitely recommend to listen. Obviously, there's Frankie Stewart and Harvey Gunn. They're my favourites. Uh, they're like a producer-rapper duo from uh, Brighton. Uh, just make sick songs, like, just make really cool songs. <laughs> um, and I also discovered this new producer called Breakance, who's, I think he's kind of, like, around our age from L.A., um, his production s- skills are just like mad, like absolutely wicked, like I've never cool. heard anyone, it's, he's kind of fusing together loads of different genres.
1: Mm, I've chosen three songs, um, first one's by this guy called Leo P, who I found uh, a few days ago and he's like a saxophone player, um, and his songs are quite like housey, um, and the second song is called Smoky Blues, um by uh, this group called the Dutty Moonshine Big Band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A what, a, what a name. Um, and they're, they're really cool. So they are like a jazz big band. The third, the third song is called Fives and it's by an artist called Sully and he does sort of jungle music.
0: Joe, would you like to enlighten us on three yeah. songs you
1: found or um, three artists?
3: So three artists I found this week were, I'm going to go with... Uh, Edu Lobo in a song called Zoom Zoom. Oh. I've got a song. <laughs> um, An artist I already knew Paul Desmond. He's a, um, a saxophonist. But um, a song called Bossa Antigua. And a song called uh, Wild is the Wind by Dorothy Ashby.
0: On to the next topic. Um, I'm going to ask some of these guys some questions about the current and past state of the music industry. Like I said, it's three different perspectives. You've got the artist, the listener, and obviously the business perspective. as well. And I want to start with you T. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually given this statistic and I was very, very intrigued by it because it, the, the stat is that um, 20% of musicians are women. Mm-hmm. Am, I, am, I, am I right with that? Yeah. And only 2% of that number are producers. Yeah. That is a wild statistic. Like, that shocked yeah, it's, me. I was, it's
2: very crazy, isn't
0: it? It is crazy. And um, you can get that stat from um, the annual report from the USC. Um, yeah. And that blows my mind because you'd think it'd be a lot more... um,
2: A lot more diverse. A lot more
0: diverse, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're coming out of it now, but it was for a very long time, very much like a boys club. Mm. It was Mm. like, you know, there are not a lot of women in music still and the pay gap within the music industry still is like kind of atrocious. Okay. um, I mean, for me at uni, there are three girls on my course and like that's it. It's like pretty much just all boys. Um... Sometimes it's quite intimidating. I mean, like earlier Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do find it quite intimidating. And a lot of the time, I find like um, you're kind of dismissed, not sub, not consciously. Okay. Kind of subconsciously, people won't like really want your opinion as much, or like I don't know. I feel like. I mean, it's definitely like a lot better now. But that's definitely something I want to change and like bring awareness to. A lot of people okay. don't know or realise, especially in the style of music I make, which is like hip-hop, rap. Yeah. People have fought for a very long time, girls can't rap, their voice is too high, they're too whiny. Oh. You know? there's, so many, there's so many stereotypes around it. Um, and uh, the only kind of representation of female rappers we have currently is like, uh, Lil' Sims and someone called Lexa Moore. Um, they're both sick, but... Um, yeah, now I've taken that as like a, I want to be that representation. And there are so many other up and coming like female rappers and female artists. Shout out to them. Yeah, that are gonna bloom very soon. So we're kind of in the wake of a bit of a shift yeah. in terms of that. Um, but yeah, I think that stat is kind of atrocious, but we're here to change yes, that. Yeah, you know are. what I'm saying? That the goal yeah.
0: is to, to- We love that. You're the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You're the yeah. seed. Um, for Matt, this is a question for you because obviously you do music business. Labels have dominated streaming for a long time. Um, if we look at the last maybe- Yeah, 100%. 15, 20 years. <laughs> and we are kind of coming to a weird turning point where, like I was saying just now, uh, where artists kind of get in more power, but they're not. And it's like the labels are ultimately still winning. How do you think it, like
1: the next maybe five, 10 years from labels perspective is gonna look? I think there's going to be like a, you know, like a complete decentralization of the music industry in terms of streaming and how artists receive money and how much they receive for what they're doing way, you know, not even five years from now. The, for example, Parliament have already discussed, okay, they haven't like put anything into legislation or anything like that, but they have actively spoken about the amount of money that artists get paid per play on Spotify or other streaming services. And okay, for example, SoundCloud is a little bit more. But you know, when you're talking about 0. 0.0001 penny for each play that you get, you know, it amounts to nothing. Like, I remember I was reading, there was some song really famous on Spotify, got like a billion, billion streams or something like that. And there's a few songs that have, you know, over a billion streams now. But because um, a famous artist signed to a major record label, you know, they, they, they made like, I think it was like a grand or like. Two grand. Well, of the how many streams? A billion. Oh wow! Because so of the because yeah. of the record deal that they had signed to, and once you sign That's on that it. dotted line, there's yeah. nothing you can do.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, like um, major record labels are having to themselves adapt to the way that things are changing. And you have, for example, you know, like Bandcamp. Bandcamp is where artists are going. Like, well, hey, look, if you're if you're a true fan of mine, if you want like more of my content you know, pay for it, pay me £5 mom, a month, yeah, £10 a month, whatever it is, and I'll give you, like, an unreleased song mm-hmm. uh, every couple of weeks, or you, you can do, like, meet and greets with me, or whatever it is, and, like, artists are having, like, finding ways around the problem to, you know, survive, but yeah, the it's going to, hopefully, it's going to sort of crumble a little bit and, and, and massively change in the, you know... In the very near very very near future just yeah. just as a as a reference point the article Matt was talking about is
0: on the um, committees Parliament UK website article named MPs call for a complete reset of music streaming to fairly reward performers and creators which is something we should be um very interested to see how it goes um question for Joe yeah as a as a music listener how has your experience changed in the last what 10 15 years from kind of like everyone owning the music they listen to mm. to now the age of the Spotify playlist. Yeah. Um, how has how, that changed to you? Oh, it's sort of. It's not even questionable
3: how much easier it is. the The amount of music that I consume now compared to you know when I was a kid. It's ridiculous. You know, I remember going around the house, trying to take all of the um, cassettes and CDs out of the cupboards to, to upload to my MP3 player oh, so that wow. I could have as many tunes as possible. And we we're, were only talking like a couple hundred tunes or maybe a thousand tunes that I could have on this little MP3 player. Um, but you know now the the age of Spotify, it, it's unfortunate because as a, as a as a casual listener, I don't get the news almost of of how little. Yeah, Spotify... you get the, you get the benefit. I, I get the benefit and nothing yeah. else. Exactly yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't get to see that Spotify pay the musicians nothing and that, the, you know the. the soundcloud have got the, the like you say all these issues with legality and if you're signed to a record label and release something that uses a sample that's not cleared then then they can get in hot water and then i mean you're in hot water and all this kind of stuff so it, for me it's it's the age of modern music is oh it's it, fantastic but i think it also does have some very big negatives especially with everything like you say being on the internet and um sort of documented forever. If you make a, a tune when you're sixteen that uses a sample that you're not cleared for or something and ten years down the line you make it and then get, like you say, put in a lawsuit because yeah. you've 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 used copyrighted material. It can be a bit of a burden, but like for like say for the listener, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I I pay sort of what what is the equivalent of pennies? Ten pounds a month for exactly. whatever right. you want I, I, for,
2: I any for any song. You know I any mean? yeah. song. But it,
3: but it's like like you say, I pay I pay like fifteen pounds a month and that gives me ten people or whatever the the family plan is on Spotify. Mm. And and we can have unlimited music from pretty much every artist that's ever existed. Like like I say, I'm I'm currently listening to music that was made in like the forties and fifties. And it's in crisp H D quality. Yeah. Available to me in an, a second on my phone. And it's like
0: yeah.
3: there pretty much isn't anything that compares to that in, in the music world.
0: Oh. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Thank you for having um, us. Pleasure. Yeah, anytime. It's been um, this yeah. Thanks for listening to the map. You guys have a <laughs> good day.